Music Talks with DB Audio Technic. Petra, very nice to meet you. Um, yeah. Petra is um, front of house engineer uh, for Imogen Heap, um, has been doing that for quite a while. Um, we're going to have a chat about your process, your creative process, uh, how you got into this business. And um, also, we'll, we'll talk a little bit about how, how you're getting on with, uh, with lockdown. Um, in fact, let's start there. Petra, how are you, how are you staying creative at the moment um, when this craziness is going on? And, and where would you be tour-wise um, if, if, if this wasn't the case? On the first question, um, I'm doing all right when all your work for the next week, uh, for the next month or even half a year gets cancelled in one press conference. Um, it hurts a bit at first, but uh, you're slowly, slowly getting used to staying at home and trying out stuff. And that's actually, um, even though I'm not at all a musician, started making music. Oh, have you? With people. Yeah. So it's all crap, but it's a good way to <laughs> keep busy. <laughs> <laughs> tell us about that. No, I love that. I mean, you never know. You know, tell us about that. How did this, did you just think, God, no, I'm going to try this. Anyone can do this. <laughs> yeah. No, well, yeah. Yeah. That's actually, well, it's not anyone can do it, but it's it's a good way to um, keep busy at least. And I now mm. have a drum kit in my bedroom and uh, um, in my living room, there's a guitar and, and it's just, uh, it's, I mean, I'm not good at it, but every part of an instrument you get to know more helps you with being an engineer as well so it's always better if you understand each other yeah i think that, that's a musician and an engineer that's yeah. brilliant absolutely brilliant so have you just been hammering on the drum kit and um, i mean you must play a little bit if you've got these instruments you just like to keep a little bit of you know you just started a little bit more with it maybe yeah i started playing some drums at the beginning of the um um of this uh this year so i uh i well it's I don't play well, but it's it's a nice way to spend time, and uh, so I could play a little bit. And but still, my neighbors would—I don't know if they appreciate it that much, but um, they haven't complained yet. So that's I, good. Well, I think it's great that as a as a live engineer, you're deciding. You know what? I can't tour at the moment, so I'm just going to hammer the drums and I'm going to play guitar, and that's that. I think that's excellent. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Good for you. Um, it's, it's it's a good way to think about time as well because you hear it from the other perspective. So that's awesome. Well, yeah, absolutely. And, and on that note, you know, when when you're working with an artist like Imogen, um, she plays pretty much everything, doesn't she? And when she when she doesn't, you know, I've seen on various things um, we've met over the years a few times, and uh, she'll find a new instrument and just make amazing music with it, or or a, a block, and suddenly she could probably turn a wooden block sound into something incredible. You know, she just has this incredible creative prowess, doesn't she? Yeah, yeah, she does. She she makes music out of everything she finds and also on stage and the the good thing is with her setup now with how she uses the gloves and the microphone and she can just also record everything and uh, immediately uh, process it all on the computer and make everything out of it it's such an amazing setup it is isn't it, it really is inspiring and an imogen's career um, uh, i personally followed her music since she started out um when uh, she would have been mixing records herself, you know, the, the old school way, analog console, maybe three people with two hands on it, you know, to actually actually printing yeah. a mix down to a DAT tape or whatever, you know, really has been, you know, 
done it done it in all sorts of different ways um and i know that some of our process in the studio is still you know still got a nice um neve analog uh bit of kit there and obviously does lots of work in the box as well but from the live perspective um how does when when she translates that that kind of uh sound to the stage how involved are you in that process i mean I suppose we'll ask in a second how you got to know each other, but but how 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 much do you get involved in like will Imogen say, look, we've got this song, uh, we're going to bring this live. This is how I want it to sound. Um, is is that what she does, or is it a different thing? A lot of the sounds they're already coming from her computer, so it gives you a nice idea about how it's supposed to sound. That's right. already sort of finished. And for this tour, um, a lot of the old uh, sounds have been dug up and put into the put into the computers and they made all these setups during rehearsals and I was there for the process. I see. Which is okay. really nice. That is nice, yeah. Yeah, so we had a lot of time doing production rehearsal to figure out how everything works and to try out stuff and they could also hear what I was doing. So we talk about that as well. Sometimes when you meet people, it's immediately nice to work with them. It's a really nice atmosphere to try and build a show during rehearsal. I think that's lovely. Yeah, it is. And like you say, the, the, the trust is a big thing, especially from an artist, you know, trusting, literally trusting you with, with her sound. That's a, it's a, bit, a big compliment, isn't it? Um, and, and so essentially yeah, what, what you were saying now, I guess, is that um, I guess this shows her studio now and general expertise on the, in audio. Should we essentially submixing some of those parts so that it's sending you various stereo files from might be keyboards, might be whatever else. But is that what you were kind of saying in, in the production rehearsals? Yeah, and it's it's not not only uh, like stereo files, but it's also like the drum samples. They are played live, but they are still the drum sample sounds, the keyboard sounds, or the synth sounds, or whatever. They are so different in every song, so they are quite precise in what they are and how they should sound. Everything is produced pretty intensely when it was made, so it's, every sound has already been thought about a lot. I see. Okay. How long have you known Imogen? How did you start working with her? She hasn't been touring for a little while, um, which means going to a, a city for a whole week, having a big show there, performing an acoustic show as well for a small group of fans. Uh, we started almost two years ago now with this thing, so yeah. Two years? Yeah. Right, okay. And so when that came to fruition then, I guess you've been working then with the DMB Soundscape system. Right about the same time as Imogen started the tour, they... Uh, they came out with the soundscape system, so it was a perfect timing for that. And um, we have been using it from the start. So it was actually when I started on this tour, it was a, a an amazing surprise to figure out this was part of it. So in that in that respect, then uh, it'd be interesting to know how easy it was to adapt to that. I mean, I guess if for people listening that have only worked in studio environments. Um, or making records at home in their bedrooms, or whether you're doing a left-right mix, and you know you haven't got a surround, but yet many studios have five-one or seven-one or whatever else. Um, you know, as they progress in quality uh, and 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 you know the way they're built, how different is it moving from left-right stereo? I know that you'll put you know delays in various concert halls or wherever else, and you'll have bits and pieces, you know, subs under here or some flown sub maybe. But how? Just how yeah. different is it adapting to specking something for immersive audio? Uh, how how you how how did you start? What what was the first thing you do? Everything is really different. Uh, it's a whole different way of approaching stuff. It compares a bit to what you might do in a studio, but not completely because you still always have the acoustic. 
signal of the band that's playing on stage. There's a few things that uh, that are different. One of it is that you will never ever uh, need any bus compression stuff. You may have spent your whole life uh, as an engineer trying to figure out how bus compression works, but it's forever uh, useless. Okay. Um, because um, because uh, you can position every instrument in it uh, in the place where it actually is located, or at least not at the same place where something else is. Everything has its own position. You no longer need to take out stuff because it's in the way of other instruments. So it actually leaves way more room to put the full instrument there. Uh, am I right in thinking that you can, because I remember Imogen telling me this when we did a, a podcast with her, that essentially you can decide Imogen will maybe come on stage from the back. Let's say you're in the roundhouse. Um, she comes out from... Uh, from sort of one end of the of the auditorium comes in and you can make it sound like to everybody around in the round that she's coming from one area um and then her voice will be over there and then as she moves to the stage her voice can will eventually be front of stage i'm i'm getting that right aren't i yeah 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 that's yeah you can exactly right you can um locate every, everything like voices or instruments at the position that they're actually located Wow. So okay. you can, and you can also have to move while they're moving. And so how long does it take to set this up then? So you will you will, are there certain things that you'll just keep, you know, center, I guess. I'm I'm thinking out loud, you'd you'd have drums pretty central. I guess you'd you know, you would space out guitars maybe. I'm just thinking out loud here because obviously there's lots of instruments with Imogen. This must be amazing with her gloves, her Mimi gloves as well, where she essentially through MIDI yeah. and some various clever technologies is able to move sounds around. Um, you know, yeah. even in the stereo uh, soundscape, but with um, with actual DMB soundscape, immersive audio, that must take this to another level again. Yeah, because the other part that's nice about soundscape that you can actually move stuff around, connect her gloves to the position controlling of the DMB system. So if she moves her hand forward or back or left and right, you can make it move. She can grab every channel audio channel and every sound and she can move it around the whole room you just get more yeah you just get more literally scope for it don't you You just you're able to put stuff uh and and is this just in terms of how you do this are you mapping this essentially are you saying there that's going there that's going there is this on a screen you've got in front of you yeah it's it's all on a it's all on the screen and it's like uh all the instruments and all the all the inputs that you send to the to the dnd system so they figured out a really nice way to an easy way to make their work. Right. Okay. And is that in terms of like you say, obviously it's a transition from going stereo. But you said at the start of this chat that it was a fairly straightforward thing for you, and 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 it was simple, was it? Even though it's there's a lot of technology working, lots of technology working to make this happen. Yeah. In terms of usability and and the interface, it it is it is easy enough, is it? Yeah, it's really it's really simple and really easy. The thing that's stopping you is your own imagination, not the technology with when you use it. So yeah, right. that's actually all done. How do you think audiences are reacting? Well, you can tell me. I mean, are, are they are they aware this is happening? I, I guess in a way they're just taking in the sound of the room, and they don't necessarily have to know anything about the technology, of course. But do you think that it's improving audience? Um, uh, audience experience we had somebody playing on pads um for, for part of the tour 
And um, usually when somebody plays uh, drum sounds on pads, it's just coming from somewhere on the stage and it's coming from left and right and you never really see who's the person doing that. Mm. But if you have a chance to position that exactly at the place where that person is standing, somehow it reconnects the musician again to the instrument he's playing. Right, I see. Which is a really interesting thing to see happening because I didn't expect that, but it was really nice. Yeah, absolutely. So you, you definitely get thoughtful with it, don't you? Yeah. I mean, I enjoy my job, but I'm not really there for me, but more for the audience. Mm. But it really makes you think about whatever is happening in their mind you know, when they're looking at stuff or all this subconscious stuff that's happening. So that's also really interesting. Yeah. A, a track here that I've got um, that we played when we spoke to Imogen, one of my favourites of hers uh, that I've got here. I've got the file here. Um, to have a listen to this uh, of Hide and Seek, um, just going to play a little bit of this for the listeners. Uh, to, we, uh, lots of people will know this track. It's a piece of genius, I think. Just essentially amazing. I don't know what she's doing in there, but amazing levels of vocal, layers of vocal even, uh, amazing sounds. And I think Imogen said that when this goes live and when you're out, you know, I, I think uh, yeah, be, I think it was the roundhouse we were talking about, but anywhere, then she sort of loses herself in this because of the immersive capabilities. Uh, so I'm just going to play a bit of this track and then maybe you can tell me about how that one sounds live with immersive. What the hell is going on? Dust has only just begun to fall. Crop circles in the carpet, sinking, feeling. Spin me round again and rub my eyes. This can't be happening when busy streets amazing. So obviously an amazing track, um, and just loads happening yeah. there. Um, and I know how wide that is, it's just on a pair of headphones, uh, but in a show where you can put sound anywhere there, um, I mean, I'm right in thinking Imogen plays a kind of, I forget what you call it, but you've got a, like a, like it looks like a guitar, I'm but it's either. got a, there you go, but it's got keyboard oh, on it. Yeah, a the, guitar, yeah. Oh, sorry, yeah. right, so the harmonizer um, being on the vocal, sorry, but the instrument, what's yeah, it called the again? harmonizer being on the vocal, yeah, the uh, harmonizer, and she controls it with a. She used to control with a guitar um, because she's been playing that song for so long. So she's changed up the way how she played it a bit in a bit of a different version of this one. Okay. Um, but this was still the moment where uh, she played. Uh, she controlled everything with her glove, so she um, she got everything working with a glove, and also the movement where we spent most time trying to make it fit the soundscape system from the beginning on because this is indeed the ideal sound to do that. Right, okay. So you had so you were mapping that track. It's just gloves, vocal, vocal harmony. The gloves are moving it around in in, in you know, moving the sound around and then you're working directly yeah. the, the the glove talks directly to, to you at front of house and to the system, yeah? Yeah. yeah. And um I, I got their Max MSP patch and I uh, added some stuff to it to make it work even uh, easier in between 
uh, Imogen's gloves and the D&D soundscape system, then I could have control over whichever instrument I could make move around easier. Wow. Okay. So, so in theory, if if you're at front of house position, do you ever feel the sound sort of come from behind you? Then, yeah. Wow. Yeah. That, yeah, that must yeah. be a surreal it, thing to mix. <laughs> it is really nice because you're actually inside the whole thing. It doesn't really work if you're not inside the mm. the whole system because you have no clue whatever what whatever's going on for the for the whole audience. So. At a certain point, everything's possible, but it's also, you might not want to overdo it. Yeah, you use it sort of scarcely in the sense that, you know, you're not going to go crazy on every track, but something like that, you can really go to town on it. Yeah. Because for this, for the version she did, um, she started out with a vocal note, which she picked down and made it to a sort of drone. And uh, that drone uh, was a thing that throughout the whole song moved slowly to through the room, which already got you in a sort of uh, um, a nice atmosphere for the starting of the song. Right, yeah. Um, and then uh, um, when the lyrics come, Nessie says, spin me around, um, she moved through the room with her gloves, so you could actually see her and hear her control whatever was going through the whole environment. And that actually uh, makes the whole room an instrument for her. Oh, how brilliant. So so you're, you're having fun with this then. You're, you're two years in with, with Imogen, two years in with Soundscape, um, and, yeah. and, you, and you've, you've really got your head around it then, and, and you think it's a, it's a way of what? A, a way of, of, exp- of experiencing audio for the future? Do you think it's the kind of thing that will keep evolving? Um, you know, I, I don't know what the next big thing will be, but Immersive certainly is, uh, you know, for people that haven't experienced shows with it, because obviously it hasn't been everywhere yet, but there are lots of shows using it at the same yeah. time, lots of tours using it. Um, it's, it's a thing that I guess is only going to grow. Yeah, I, I really hope it's going to grow because it's a, it's a really interesting and creative uh, thing to use for everyone, for engineers, for musicians. Um, but uh, yeah, I can understand sometimes budgets won't allow it, but there are um, some shows that actually perfect, like uh, mm. Imogen or Dirk or Crossword. Creative industries are obviously suffering live music, touring, uh, shows stopping, at least being paused for a while. What do, what do you think the industry, how can the industry bounce back from this? How how critical do you think this situation is for the touring industry? I it, I think it sort of depends on which country you're in. Yeah. But uh, um, I think a lot of uh, a lot of clubs and venues will actually uh, um, not open again after this because they just can't afford it. It's going to be difficult to get on the road again after this happens. I think nobody knows what's going to happen <laughs> and when it's going to start up as well because a lot of stuff is not going to happen again, but it, there's always something new from every pile of ashes. So, yeah. Yeah, nicely said. Music, yeah. And also live music, I mean, it, it will return, but it might be that not everyone survives from it, which is awful in its own way, but it's, yeah. Yeah, it is. And you I think it's yeah, like it's, the worst thing you can imagine. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is. Well, I mean, look, hope, hopefully we get some progress. And I think something that people will definitely need uh, when we come out of this is live entertainment, um, be that in live yeah. music, comedy, um, events will start happening again, you know, a festival, whatever, all these kind of things that we rely on and we've taken for granted, for under, understandably. Um, hopefully, you know, we can come back bouncing back, uh, you know, bounce back better than ever. 
and um, and hopefully, you know, bring the live industry back to where it needs to be. It would be nice also if uh, if they start up the small things first, so everybody connects again with their local environment and their local smaller bands, and it's nice ways to graduate up from this. Absolutely, if it's possible. Absolutely right, Petra. That would be lovely. It was um, well. It would be lovely, and uh, and it's been lovely talking to you. Thank you so much for for giving giving us so much time and for giving us an uh, an insight into immersive audio, which has been fascinating as well as as well as into your career. Um, so I hope that you carry on with the drums and guitar. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, thank you. Yeah. You're, you're you're only going to get better at it, so just keep practicing and um, and yeah, hopefully. That's true, and I have all the time in the world now. Yeah. Well, exactly. Hopefully, not quite that long, but yeah. But let's um let's hope that that we get back to normal a little bit sooner rather than later but it's been lovely to talk to you um and and yeah. stay safe you too. and we yeah. hope to speak again another time take care petra yeah you too thank Bye-bye. you headliner radio supporting the creative community